You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. We've got a hell of a Wednesday show for you. A lot of information to give out, talk about on this podcast. We're going to talk about what happened when Clayton went to court yesterday, just giving you the basics. We're going to talk about what happened on Big Brother last night. Remember how I told you somebody was going to recap the Britney book and give the 10 most revealing revelations in her book. Us Weekly did it for me. Thank you very much. We'll go over that. Dancing with the Stars last night, and I got to give you a conclusion to what happened to my niece last night at the Anaheim Ducks-Columbus Blue Jackets game. We'll get to all that momentarily. Also, how could I forget? We've got to start off with Joey's stuff. Joey's filming yesterday morning, a couple hours after I posted the Daily Roundup. I told you I was going to be able to get who got yesterday's um, hometown date. It was Daisy Kent. It was in Minnesota. And I was able to get you pictures of them, a picture of them going into the house and a video of them going into the house and then pictures of them sitting on the front porch after they had already met with the family. They were embraced. I'm not going to sit here and dissect how close their bodies were or how good the kiss looked and stuff like that. I leave that to the idiots online who spend all day and all night long doing that. Um, they're a couple. She's in the final four. They kissed going in. They kissed coming out. Great. You know, we we still don't know anything about what's going on this season, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I do. But you've got that. Next hometown date is Thursday and then Saturday and Monday. Again, I'm still trying to confirm who's got what dates, and I'll let you know as soon as I do. But we got to get to the biggest story of yesterday. And that was Clayton. Most of you probably don't know Clayton was in court yesterday in Maricopa County Superior Court. Basically, he had filed an order of protection against this woman who is saying that she is pregnant with his twins. She's been saying it ever since this story first broke. She's still saying it now five months into her pregnancy saying she has twins and they are Clayton's. So he filed an order of protection against her. It got moved to Maricopa County Superior Court. It was filed uh, in Scottsdale City Court, which is what yesterday's hearing was about. He's trying to prove that she harassed him. 90 minutes, it was about 90 minutes, almost two hours yesterday that this case went on and it got extended or a continuation is going to be on November 2nd. So we've got to wait a little bit more to get... um, you know, a, a, a maybe a finality to this. But unbeknownst to Clayton, which makes me think it was also unbeknownst to the accuser here, the woman involved, this was public. I watched the last 60 minutes of it. <laughs> I, I was fascinated by the whole thing. Just absolutely fascinated. Now, I am not going to talk about it just yet. I don't want to go there yet because it's not over. There still needs to be a lot done here because when they continue on November 2nd, Clayton gets to cross-examine her. Now, the thing with yesterday's hearing was Clayton represented himself. And you saw me maybe put it on my Instagram stories last night. Dave Neal started it, and I added to it because Clayton needs help. Clayton needs a lawyer. And Clayton needs someone. Clayton doesn't need to be the one to cross-examine this woman. 
I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff that he wants to say. I get it. But he's not a lawyer. He needs to leave this to a legal team. Basically, what you were able to watch online yesterday was Clayton in court, a judge. It was all on a Zoom that we were able to watch. We had a Zoom, a four-box Zoom. Clayton was in one box. The judge was in the other box. Her lawyer, who was present, was in another box, and she was at home. I don't know why she was at home. I didn't. I tuned in. Like I said, I only caught the last hour, and I believe this went about two hours. But I included Clayton the, the link to the GoFundMe page that Dave Neal started last night, and he's looking to raise twenty five hundred dollars. As I sit here and record this, let me pull it up. I'm recording this right now at midnight Central Time. So by the time you hear it, it'll be you know, almost seven hours old, we're already at $2,005 at midnight. And Dave has already changed the goal from 2,500 to 5,000, which I think we can achieve. I donated and I think you should. I'm hoping more alumni see this. I hope more alumni speak out and I hope more alumni donate and help out Clayton's cause here. So I really think if you're interested in this, you should. But November 2nd is when the continuation of this trial is going to be this hearing, I should say, is going to be, and because they couldn't get it all in yesterday, and we're already at two thousand dollars within. I think Dave posted this. What? Uh, let's see. Dave texted me that at nine eleven. So three hours in, raised two thousand dollars. So that's good. Clayton just needs representation in this. He really does. He doesn't need to be cross-examining somebody when he's not a lawyer. So hopefully this will get done. He can bring somebody in and do that on November second. Now, like I said, I'm not going to talk about what happened because it's not over yet. I have so many thoughts about what I saw, what I heard. I have so many questions about what's going on. I'm just going to leave you with this. This was one of the things, this is towards the very end, within the last five minutes or so of everything, as they were going over schedules. Clayton had thrown out he wanted to come back on the 26th of this month, he wanted to come back in a few days and the lawyer of the woman involved, he had trial, he had a trial that day or whatever. So he said, November 2nd, they were going back and forth. But during this, the woman in question said to the judge, is it possible that I show Clayton that I am in fact pregnant because he hasn't seen me? It's exactly what she said. And the judge literally in 0.2 seconds without batting an eye said, no. And that was it. It was just dead silence after that for like, I don't know, 20 seconds until Clayton and her lawyer started talking about arranging which date was better to do. But that was just hilarious to me. I just find that incredibly funny that she asked the judge, can I show Clayton I'm pregnant because he hasn't seen me? And the judge, without batting an eye, said no. So I will give my thoughts and maybe I'll get some questions answered come November 2nd because there were so many things when I was watching it yesterday. I was just like, I don't get this. I don't understand this. I know we're into legal speak and all this stuff, but there's just so many things here. And, you know, when you're dealing with legal proceedings like this, I'm sure Clayton was a little intimidated and he had a lot of stuff. He had a lot of paperwork in front of him. He had to you know, give a lot of exhibits, exhibit one, exhibit a exhibit 40, exhibit 42 and stuff like that. And the judge would either accept it as to be allowed into the court of law or reject it and sustain it. So, 
uh, or sustained what sorry if the if her lawyer said we don't want that exhibit it was either overruled or sustained so fascinating to me because i'm just like i don't understand why some things are overruled and some things are sustained like that's the questions that i had but clayton was submitting um a lot of uh ex exhibits exhibitions <laughs> and so was she but the whole thing was fascinating we got to wait unfortunately 8 days uh, to resume this but uh i <laughs> you guys if you can help out in any way please help the guy out he needs a lawyer to do his talking for him because he's not a lawyer. So I think it'll definitely help and help his case. And I think everyone, if you can, even if it's even if it's five bucks, the link is on Dave Neal's story, Instagram story. It's on my Instagram story. It'll be up for another 24 hours. I'm probably going to tweet it out today as well. But uh, hopefully you can do that and you'll be just as fascinated by this case as I am, because I mean, because I, I am involved. I have been, uh, I have emailed, this woman has emailed me numerous times and I, you know, I'm not going to share that right now in terms of the latest because I just scratch my head and I just throw up my arms at some of the things that I get. But once November 2nd rolls around, I believe the judge makes a decision at that point if Clayton is going to be awarded a protective order. But like I said, I have questions because I'm confused on things. So that's the latest and it's not done. So if you missed yesterday's tune in November 2nd, (laughs) let's talk some dancing with the stars last night. It was a, you know, tribute to Len Goodman and also your most important year however they label it, most impactful year of your life. But there were a couple storylines to come out of last night's episode. First off, the Len Goodman tribute. If you've watched this show as long as I have, which is since season one, and you didn't get moved by that tribute, something's wrong with you. If you follow Bachelor Data on Instagram, she attended the taping of Dance with the Stars last week. And any time that there is a performance done, it's pretty much always taped before the show. And if you watched the show last night, basically one hour through the show is when they decided to do all that stuff, do the tribute to Len and do the dances with the pro dancers from past seasons, pro dancers from this season, doing a group dance to a, uh, and doing it, I believe that song was Moon River, right? And they all did a waltz. And it was one of the best dances. It's it's the best group dance I've ever seen. Like, I'm amazed how many couples were out there. I didn't count, but it was at least 10. All in sync, doing waltzes together. It was fascinating. And to watch it play out, they all had they all did a video tribute before where a lot of the former dancers talked about growing up with Len, dancing for Len, having Len judgment judge them 20 years ago in competitions. Mark Ballas, Derek Huff. Kim Johnson, so many of them were judged by Len back in the day. Julianne. So, I mean, the whole thing was so well put together. But if you noticed, they did that halfway through the episode, and then they went to a you know three, four-minute commercial break, and everybody that did dance in that was already sitting chairside in their <laughs> completely in a different outfit than they wore during the dance. So clearly, 
it was shot beforehand, but they make you think it's actually happening live. It just happened maybe 90 minutes to two hours beforehand, and they just put that into the show. But like I said, if you've been following the show as long as I have, I, you, you couldn't have been, couldn't not have been moved by that tribute, whether it was the int- the video tribute or the dance itself. Man, I, it was it was tough to watch and tough in a good way, you know. The other good thing about last night was we got our first 10s of the season. Sochi and Charity both got 10s. Charity was danced before Sochi, so she got the first 10 of the season. And when you get the first 10 of the season, you pretty much know you're going to be there on finale night. And Charity and Sochi are probably the two favorites. I mean, I think it's going to come down to them. I've said that Charity, Sochi, Jason Mraz, and Ariana are going to be your final four. I don't even think it matters who the other two in the final four are because Charity and Sochi are going to be in your final two. Like, I'd be stunned if they aren't the final two. And look, how many former Bachelorettes have won? Three? Melissa Rycroft won. Caitlin won. Hannah Brown won. I can't imagine it would be that much of a shock if Charity won. She was excellent last night. That was a hell of a dance that she did to Selena Gomez's was it need you to love me. Sorry, lose you to love me. Duh. Anyway, great dance by charity. Sochi, another great dance. They both got one ten and two nines. They got 28 out of 30 and yeah, they're pretty much going to be your final two. Mira Sorvino ended up going home, but I think it was really cool that she got to dance with her daughter. She was the first out of the box and she got to dance with her daughter. And I'm kind of fascinated, even though I get... Once again, I'm fascinated by a real Housewives couple or storyline, yet I know absolutely nothing about it other than the headlines that I read in the gossip sites or the tabloid sites, whatever you want to call them. The whole Mauricio Amansky and Kyle Richards relationship that's going on right now or isn't going on right now or I thought he was dedicating his dance to Kyle last night and she's not even there and I don't even know if they're trying to save their marriage, if they're split up right now, the rumors of her dating another woman. I don't know what's going on, but I'm fascinated by all of it. That's why on tomorrow's podcast we are going to bring Kate Casey back on because she's the one that fills me in on all my Real Housewives gossip. So I can't wait to get a more deep dive into this relationship because I know nothing about it other than I didn't even know who Mauricio Amansky was. I didn't know the name until he was announced on the cast of the show. That's how little I follow the Housewives show. I've always heard the name Kyle Richards, but if you lined her up in front of me, I don't think I could have picked her out. I just knew that she was on one of them. What is it, Orange County, right? Or is it Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? She's one of the two. She's California one. So, and I know Mauricio, obviously watching his video package last night, he's involved in real estate and whatnot. He's got a shit ton of money. But I've seen what's going on recently, and I'm confused. So I'm going to bring Kate Casey on tomorrow for the weekly pod and talk to her about that. But I, I can't wait for that to get a, a more of a lowdown on what's going on. So Britney Spears' book came out yesterday, and Us Weekly did God's work by 
breaking down all the things that she kind of wrote in her book. And you know what? There wasn't a ton, unless they just missed it or whatever. They didn't. Uh, there's probably a lot in there, but it talked about her relationship with Justin Timberlake, how she cheated on him with Wade Robson. She kissed him while they were together, and they were able to move past it. Ultimately, she got pregnant by Justin, had an abortion because Timberlake wasn't ready to be a father. The story that we've heard come out in the last few days, he attempted to comfort her after she terminated the pregnancy by strumming his guitar while she was crying and sobbing. Okay. Um, just doesn't make him look great at all. Talks about some of the hookups she had over the years. Definitely had a very intense hookup with Colin Farrell at some point. Lasted, I think, a couple weeks. Talked about Kevin Federline, Adnan Galib, who... She got to, she got with not even knowing that he was her photographer that was married. She called that a very lustful relationship. Just kind of scrolling here. Talked about her relationship with her father, which was awful. The things that they did under the conservatorship. Wasn't very fond of her sister for the longest time. Didn't like the way her sister treated her mother. Just so much stuff here that, am I going to read it? No. Am I going to get an audio book? No. But I just feel like more and more is going to be put out there and I'll see and hear enough and read enough quotes taken directly from the book to get an understanding. Like I I, I think one of the things that I kind of brought up yesterday was the whole was her whole deal about what she's been doing on her Instagram since she's been freed of her conservatorship. And this was her response, basically, because we know exactly what she's talking about when she says it. She says, Brittany also called out the people who criticize her social media posts. Quote, I know that a lot of people don't understand why I love taking pictures of myself naked or in new dresses, but I think if they'd been photographed by other people thousands of times, prodded and posed for other people's approval, they'd understand that I get a lot of joy from posing the way I feel sexy and making my own picture, doing whatever I want with it. End quote. Totally. Totally understand that part of it. It's not that, though. I think it's everything surrounding it that people are kind of worried and are questioning because it sometimes it's just very confusing. She's very confusing in the things that she says and does. Some of it comes across as very contradictory of things that she says, and then she writes something. You're just like, wait a second, but you said this a while ago. So that's really all it is. I understand I mean, I can't imagine what she went through. Like, put it flat out. 15 years, what is it? 15 years under the conservatorship of her family that literally never do anything without them signing off on it. Like, that had to have been horrible. So I empathize with her there. Absolutely. I absolutely empathize with her there. But we're allowed to sit here and just question what is going on on her Instagram page. And that's all. So... I'm sure we'll hear more in the future come out, and I'm sure she's not going to be quiet about it. So let's just keep following along and just hope things get better. Finally, I want to leave you with this. Yesterday, I told you the story of my niece going to Columbus just to watch a Columbus Blue Jackets and Anaheim Ducks game because she's obsessed with Anaheim Ducks forward Trevor Zegras. And I told you months ago that she got her wisdom teeth pulled. My sister turned the camera on her when my niece was still loopy crying hysterically i mean hysterically saying that she's never going to meet trevor zegris it got posted on a hockey instagram page 
They saw it. They forwarded it on to the Ducks. The Ducks were in contact with her, trying to set up a time where she can meet Trevor at one of the games. Well, yesterday when she was traveling to Columbus, because she left yesterday morning and the game was last night, when she traveled to Columbus, she was tagging what she was doing, and she, you know, it was known on her Instagram that she was going to the Columbus Blue Jackets game last night. Well, Hockey Trend Instagram page got a hold of it, saw it, and said, oh, you're here. And then they forwarded it on to the Ducks again, and the Ducks contacted my niece again, and they said, you're coming to the game tonight. She said, yeah. So the PR team for the Anaheim Ducks told my niece to go down to the glass, meet them there. Trevor knows that she's there, and Trevor wants to meet her. And as my sister told me the story, the game was supposed to be at 6.30 last night, and there was a power outage in Columbus. So the game was delayed two hours. So my niece calls my sister crying hysterically, and my sister's thinking, oh, God, did they cancel the game? She is going to lose herself if they cancel the game and she doesn't even get to watch. And my niece is like, no, 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 no. They they contacted me. They saw my Instagram page. <laughs> They said I can meet him, and he and he knows I'm here, and and she's hysterical again. <laughs> My sister's telling her, like, you need to calm down. If you're going to meet him, you can't act like this. You have to calm down. Get a hold of yourself. So she did. She got a grip, met the Anaheim PR team, the Anaheim Ducks PR team down at the glass where they told her to meet. The Anaheim Ducks PR team saw her, and they're like, oh, look, it's the wisdom tooth girl. And so um, they told her to wait there. They brought over a stick. They gave her a hockey stick that Trevor Zegras signed. And what does it say again? I want to get the uh, exact quote right because she'd probably kill me if I got it wrong. But on the uh, stick portion, it says, best video I've ever seen. Good to see you. And he signed it, Trevor Zegras. So she's got a hockey stick signed by him. He came over to the glass as he was skating off the ice, stopped. They put their hands up against the glass to, like, high-five each other through the glass. Brief exchange between them, and she is just in heaven right now. And she said, I'm telling you right now, I'm never going to stop talking about this the rest of my life. I said, I know. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm fully prepared of what this <laughs> what this means, but um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and look, this trip was for nothing other than she was just going to go to a Ducks game, and you know, pregame she always goes down to the glass to see if she can get a puck, and she always brings a sign, uh, especially to you know attract Trevor's attention. And um, but because she was like documenting her trip, uh, I think it's Hockey Trend on Instagram saw it. Um, the, the Ducks PR team uh, wanted her to send the video of her receiving the uh, stick, the signed stick, and it looks like that's going to be on their Twitter account or somewhere on their social media accounts, either their Twitter account or their Instagram page or both. I don't know what the Ducks are going to do with it, but uh, they look like they documented the whole thing. So she's she's in heaven. She's already, she literally just went up for a day. She's coming back uh, today, so uh, going back to school today. So <laughs> just... I wanted to give you a follow-up on that story because it's just, it, I'll never hear the end of it. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I, I really appreciate it. Donate if you can uh, to Clayton's GoFundMe page. It'd, it'd 
definitely be helpful. Uh, please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review if you can. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Our World Series is set, and who would have thunk this? But that's going to be up in an hour from now. Check that out if you can. Thank you all for listening as my voice cracks like Peter Brady, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!